Hello, you uniquely beautiful earth-dwelling beings. Greetings to you all and greetings to any other beings who may be tuning into this bandwidth somehow from whatever dimension. Hello, warmest of welcomes into this week's episode of The Wolf Portal. My name is Shanoon Ocean and lately... I've been doing my best to live in the truth that everything I see in the physical world and everybody I meet is at the core, a reflection of me and ultimately a node of the source, the one, the all, our creator. And frankly, it really trips me out. In the best way possible, though, to just like in the middle of a conversation, bring that awareness to light within my being and to look deep into whoever I'm talking to at the moment's eyes with the knowing, tat tuam asi, I am that too. So this week, if that's something that resonates, Maybe you could try that out for yourself, you know, and just intermittently, intermittently remind yourself from time to time of that fundamental truth of existence. It's crazy when you think about it because you can like think about it just like the cells in our body communicate with one another so that we can exist while simultaneously and ultimately all of our cells are in our bodies. So on the grander scale, you zoom out, we are all living our own intricate, sacred lives, communicating with each other in the best ways we know how, but ultimately, We all are part of the one. So in this week's episode of The Wolf Portal, the reflection of me and lovely node of source that I had the absolute pleasure of interviewing is the yogi, artist, and host of the Conscious Perspective podcast, Gary motherfucking Haskins. So without any further rambling on my end, I hope you enjoy this beautiful and powerful conversation between the two beings who are ultimately just a reflection of you. Namaste. Haskins, welcome to the Wolf Portal. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for um, for coming on. Um, 
Gary Haskins is a lovely human being, a yoga teacher, and also the creator and host of the Conscious Perspective podcast. Your podcast is fucking amazing. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> so good. It's yeah. only amazing because of the people that I have on there, you know, <laughs> like you. Uh, partly true, but also amazing because of you. You're so deep and profound. And honestly, oh my God, I'm just, I'm still a little bit embarrassed about <laughs> about um the podcast that we did i was just a hot mess i was hungover i decided <laughs> to smoke before when i know that i shouldn't have because i know how i get when i smoke and i uh, on top of all of that i didn't know that video was gonna be recorded and it was funny too because like after we recorded it i was like man i didn't get my shit together and i was also like <laughs> Uh, well, at least it's just on. Hey, you know what, though? It was authentic. <laughs> <laughs> it was real. That's what you can say about it. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> one day in the future I can come on again and redeem myself. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so could you talk to the listeners and I about uh, a little bit about who you are and about your journey? Where did it start for you? Oh, where did it start? Let me see. Hmm. Like beginning, I don't know. beginning, That's a good question. pre-awakening, pre-awakening. Because I have a separate question about your awakening. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't have like a set date when I was just like uh, came to any sort of realization. It's more of like a gradual uh, mini realizations, I guess you could say, mini awakenings that led to like the greater awakening. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember one instance other than when I was on high dose of psilocybin mushrooms. We can get into that later. Ooh. But that was a very significant moment when uh, I kind of, I guess you could say, broke the fourth wall of my life and realized kind of what I am and what it means to be a human being and what my place is here on this earth as Gary Haskins. Uh, But it it was more than just that. It was also like all my uh, meditations and and yoga that led up to that because I don't think mushrooms are as powerful uh, of a tool as they can be if you don't approach them in the right definitely manner. definitely because there's so many people who have done shrooms and are still sleeping yeah exactly you have to have the right mindset going in and then if you do uh you know the stars will align mm-hmm. or you'll be able to put the key in the lock and unlock the doors <laughs> to perception into your mind and realize what it really means to be a human being but i think you first have to build the foundation first Um, And then, yeah, you can, I mean, it'll show you a whole new light and show you a whole new world and just a new perspective to look at life. And uh, yeah, I'll be forever grateful for that moment. So I guess we can say that's the start, but there is, you know, there's a whole culmination of events and practices that I do that kind of lead to my quote unquote awakening. Right. Um, How old were you when you started meditating and started getting into yoga and all that stuff? It was probably like three, four years ago. So that was probably, yeah, my journey, I guess, spiritual journey, quote unquote, has been about probably three, four years ago. And I don't really know what spurred it. I think it was just kind of like, I don't know. I felt depressed, yeah, anxious, mm-hmm. and I wanted another way. And I didn't want the way to be, uh, you know, go see some guy go, and he gives you some drugs, mm-hmm. you know, gives you some pills, which is nothing wrong with that if people were to do that, but it wasn't for me. So I was like, you know what? Yeah. I don't know how I found meditation. Uh, 
it found I don't know. You. I just started smoking a lot of weed. Yeah, it found me. <laughs> I started smoking weed and that got me into uh, deeper levels of thinking. Mm-hmm. And then I combined marijuana with meditation and that got me into deeper levels and then name a better duo um i'll wait yeah (laughs) it's like peanut butter and jelly yes and then uh yeah i don't know it's just i i kind of think about that a lot too but i don't i try not to because it's just just my ego looking for some kind of story you know like my my journey quote unquote but yeah i don't know i'm still on the journey like it's never ended like there was never like it, I'm still writing the book to my life. That's how I look at it. Mm. So, I mean, it, to, in my opinion, it's just beginning now. You know, it's yeah. every day is a new beginning. There's not like there wasn't one day where I was just like, oh, this is it. This is the start of something new. I wake up every day <laughs> and I'm like, this is the start of something new. You know, yes. that's how I live my life. Yes. What a beautiful <laughs> mindset to have. Um, mm-hmm. And so like after you started meditation, is that when you got into yoga? No, I was meditating for probably like a year, mm. just, you know, kind of like, because there's a skill to it. Like, it's not just you sit down with your eyes closed. You actually have to figure out how to do it. Oh, yeah. And then, um, I don't know. Uh, my friend actually got me into yoga. I was big into like lifting weights and working out. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, yo, man, you got to try yoga. And I'm like, dude, like, I don't, that shit's magic. I don't want to have to do anything <laughs> with yoga. I'm like, I'm good. You know what I mean? I don't really need to do anything. I did it once. And I was like, okay, there's something there. There's something. There's something about whatever this exercise is, whatever weird bodily contortions that I put <laughs> myself into that led me to some kind of peace of mind at the end of the class. Mm-hmm. And, and then I realized, like, wow, I have to pursue this. Not only not because like I want to stay fit or I want to be flexible, but because it literally what I was talking about before it helped my mental well being. Yes, it it is. It's true. Yoga is a medicine. If you do it. It like um regularly if you do it mm-hmm, with discipline mm-hmm. and if you um you know actually challenge yourself with it it'll make you a happier human being yeah but you have to take it seriously you have to actually have it part of your life it can't just be like you know every sunday you go and do some booty yoga and think it's gonna change <laughs> your life it's like no it's not it, it's actually like a lifestyle type of thing so that's how i found that and thanks to my friend that i was very skeptical of he showed me and uh Ever since then, I've been doing it just to honestly, just to stay sane. Mm-hmm. And then I've grown to a point where I'm like, all right, I do this so often, I might as well just try and teach this to other people. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm doing right now. It's pretty cool. I love that. It's so crazy. I like. I always knew that I wanted to facilitate sound healing and um, and lead guided meditations. And um, recently, I started working on you know like getting some of my guided meditations out there while recording them. I I need to record them before I get them out there. But um, <laughs> and then like this whole idea kind of came to me of doing like um, meditation programs for people like personalized meditation programs. But I was like, I feel mm. kind of underqualified. So I started looking into getting my meditation teacher certifications. And I was like, I just, you know, there's great programs out there. Um, about mindfulness meditation, but I'm like, I want to take it deeper than that, you know? So Mm. all of this, um, all of this, these thoughts combined with my latest combo experience led me to realizing that I want to do a fucking yoga teacher training. So. Oh, that's amazing. I know. I'm like, oh, I'm so excited about it. It's, it's this whole new, this whole new trajectory for me. I never saw myself doing it. And I, I'm, 
it's kind of a daunting task because like I'm not that great at yoga. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. And you don't have to be the 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 training will make you better at yoga. It's it's like if you were to take yoga from a perspective of school, Mm -hmm. like they teach you um well I don't know what your program is going to be like, but at least my program was like they'll teach you pose by pose, like what this pose is called, Mm. what it's for. And you'll do it like in repetition. It kind of almost like is unenjoyable. (laughs) But like if you actually want to learn what yoga is, it'll it'll take you down that path rather than just going to a class and watching the teacher do it. It's um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how yours is going to be, but Mm -hmm. at least if you find a good one with really good teachers, then you'll be able to actually learn what yoga is. Yeah. Mm so beautiful and it's like i'm being really particular i kind of want to go to indonesia to do um the (laughs) the 200 hour training um but that'd be legit you know because my friend my really good friend um julia did her yoga teacher training here at this place called well i'm not gonna put them on blast but it's crazy because Mm. she was like yeah uh like the the guy who led our program he um he was like completely took out the spiritual aspect of it. He's like, we're not going to focus on that at all. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Okay, that's nuts. I mean, yeah, I yeah, that's how mine was. Like, I had like multiple teachers, and mm-hmm. there was one teacher that was just it was kind of cool how they set it up. There was one teacher that would just show us the physical uh, parts of it, kind of just like an exercise program, mm-hmm. and then they'd bring in other teachers that would be all about like the whole. Uh, like the originations of yoga mm-hmm. and what in, you know, the actual spiritual aspect. So I think a, a, a good program to me mm-hmm. has multiple teachers because you can't just learn yoga from one person right. because what yoga is, it's a collection of everybody contributing to the practice of yoga. So if you get multiple viewpoints on what it actually is, mm-hmm. you'll be able to um, like, it's pretty much more the merrier. You know what I mean? As long as you know what to take from each person, um, that's kind of the basis of my podcast is like I'm reaching out to as many people as I can, yeah. kind of like get, getting as many hands in the pot as I can. And then I take what I need and then the audience can also do the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually I started my podcast from my yoga teacher trainings. I was like, really? I, this was during I was doing it last year mm-hmm. and um, in the in the peak of the coronavirus uh, thing, you know, when it went down April, mm-hmm. March, April, whenever it was, uh, we couldn't go and meet at the studio anymore. Right. So we did these Zoom meetings, and uh, yeah, the whole story was I was I was talking to this dude who, like, he's been he's been doing yoga. Like, he's like, I don't know, he's like a yoga robot, man. Like, he's uh, <laughs> I I see him as like a guru, in wow. a way. and he was just uh, I was just asking him a lot more questions than anybody else was in the Zoom meeting. And then I was like, wait a second, in my head, I'm like, this is like an interview. I'm like kind of like interviewing <laughs> this guy, and then I said to myself like wait I can just do this myself I don't need to like have any kind of like strict program or anything yeah so uh yeah that's kind of how the basis of where I started so if, you know maybe something from your training will spur into something else you'll like reach a part of your being that you weren't even able to reach before mm. it's pretty cool yeah I didn't expect it yeah I love that things that happen organically are the best like we feel like we have all the yeah. ideas and know how things are gonna go but just takes one moment, one thing to change everything, to put you on a whole new trajectory, to give you a whole new understanding, insight. Yeah, that's what life's all about. Mm-hmm. And being open to it. Yeah, you have to be open to it because I think there's a lot of opportunity in our lives for that, for things like that to happen. But like, 
if you're not open to it, you're not going to notice it and it's just going to go by. Like I could have just been thinking, oh, this is just a regular Zoom meeting. After I'm done, I can't wait to eat supper and <laughs> take a shower. But no, I was like, actually, like, what am I doing right now? I'm like, this is cool. Yes. Like, well, like what other time in history am I going to be able to talk to this dude, which he wasn't even, I don't even know if he was from around here, but he, that's what I'm saying. Like the whole basis of like, what other time in history am I going to be able to talk to a guy like this mm-hmm. and ha- and ask him some deep, like it was some questions like I would ask on the podcast. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, actually be able to, get something from it um never never there's never going to be a time like that that's what i thought in my head so i took note of that i was open to that idea and Mm -hmm. realized the moment that i'm living in the moment that we find ourselves in which is the craziest time ever to be alive Mm -hmm. and and i'm taking advantage of that and creating um i don't know what i'm doing i guess i'm just (laughs) just having some fun (laughs) you're doing something you're doing you're doing multiple things correctly um it's it's so beautiful and important the degree of awareness that we can facilitate within ourselves Mm -hmm. um cultivating that in a practice because it's just like you said earlier meditation is not about sitting down and closing your eyes and and turning your mind off which is where people get caught up um people like i can't i can't get my mind to step yeah nobody can uh unless you're like a fucking guru or you're dead the whole point is realizing all the tricks of your mind, all the tricks and traps of Midoten exactly. and cultivating that awareness. It's just like it's just like uh, how we were just talking about with yoga. It's something you get better at. Yeah, always. It's always a learning process. You never stop. Mm-hmm. And um, there's so many gifts readily available. Um, you just have to have that level of awareness. Mm-hmm. to realize it yeah that's the first step yes yes it is and it's like <laughs> it's like i'm at this place you know it's just how you said earlier it's a never-ending fucking journey um <laughs> i i feel like i've cultivated a pretty um deep level of awareness and you know hopefully it'll continue to deepen um, one of the things I struggle with is taking that next step and actually like fucking doing it. Uh, yeah. Very up in the air. But back to um, back to the subject at hand. So your awakening was gradual. You know, first it was the meditation, and then um, then you said you were smoking a lot of weed and. Did that lead you um, into psychedelics? Were you always sort of curious about them and decided to? Oh, yeah, 100%. Definitely because <laughs> of cannabis. That's why I think the coming legalization, <clears throat> excuse me, the coming legalization of weed or cannabis in this country is going to also indirectly lead to legalization or decriminalization of mushrooms, mm-hmm. DMT, ayahuasca, and things of that nature. Because when you smoke weed, if you're in the right mindset, you realize, um, man, I can't even explain it. It just puts your, it just changes things yeah. about how you perceive the world. Yeah. And it's more than just alcohol where it makes you feel good and kind of just lowers your ambitions. Not hating on alcohol. I like alcohol too. It's fun. <laughs> but weed's completely different. Yeah. Like it's, it is a psychedelic. When people say, 
it's not like, well, then you're just not paying attention enough. Exactly. You don't understand what it actually is. It is quite literally, especially at high doses on edibles. Oh is, my God. It will, <laughs> it's just as powerful as any other substance True. that is like a mushroom or LSD. I, I've had times where I eat way too much edibles and I'm sitting there having visions and just things are coming in oh my God. and I can't even keep up. It gets so scary. And, edibles get so scary. Yeah. They're like, like more intense than a mushroom trip. And that's when I have yeah. to sit down, look at it like, whoa, this is a very <laughs> powerful fucking tool. Yeah, it's crazy. And they're just giving it out to anybody, which I think they should be. I think, you know, that's freedom. But it's just, it's crazy to me that like everyone's like, oh yeah, weed's cool, but don't touch the mushrooms. Don't touch <laughs> all the other stuff. It's like, dude, weed is just as crazy as all of these other things. Yeah. It's, it's just insane. Like the culture that we have in this country. So yes, I think um, marijuana definitely aided my... Uh, my journey like so much it still is i still am a uh pretty regular toker not as much as i used to be but yeah you know it's a tool just like anything else just like all the other substances if you use it in the correct way you can use it to um essentially make you happier make you uh contrary to popular belief more productive yeah Uh, you know allow you to just see your life in a different light Mm -hmm. and um yeah if it wasn't for weed i probably wouldn't be exposed to what mushrooms were it was my first instance of viewing my life in a different perspective yeah and then mushrooms just took it to a whole nother level they like i can't you can't even put it in the words you know like <laughs> when you take high doses there's no like you really can't put it in the words like i i talk about it a lot but at the end of the day man you just have to try truly it. like there's no there's no going around oh it. <laughs> my god you know just before our podcast i was sitting out on the patio um reading the Bhagavad Gita. And mm-hmm. uh, it was in chapter 12, which is when Arjuna is, is trying to get um, Krishna to show his true form. And Krishna's like, you're not ready. <laughs> He's like, please. Mm-hmm. And then finally he does. And the way that he's describing himself. Oh, man, I yeah. wish I had it. I have become before. death, the destroyer of worlds. Yes, I am everything. <laughs> I am the beginning, the middle, the end. I have all these yeah. hands and all these faces and all these bellies and everything. It's just like, whoa, it was so psychedelic in itself. And it was reminding me so much of my mm-hmm. heroic dose of mushrooms trip because I was just fucking frozen in my bed looking at the same tapestry that I stare at every single day. And it's like, um, it's like the sun and moon type of thing that, you know, everybody's seen the sun going, like being held in the crescent moon with all this stuff around it. And the sun's face is literally shifting, moving, coagulating, Mm. all this craziness, madness, and like winking at me and everything. I was just like, whoa, I came to this place where I truly felt like I was in the, abyss like in the womb of creation and i still couldn't understand like i still couldn't see i was like man this is the most mysterious mystery (laughs) of all fucking time and Mm. and i just felt like just just like what krishna was saying like i'll never maybe maybe one day but i'll never really see the creator in the creator's true form, truest form, or I don't know. It's just, it's just the fucking yeah. craziest thing. Um, yeah. But I did want to yeah, ask. Yeah, that's powerful. I did want to ask, what's the highest dose of mushrooms you've taken? 
Well, <clears throat> the time that I'm talking about is I didn't even um, I didn't even measure it out. I had a bag of about Shit. six grams, Shit. and there was one left. No, there was like two left after I was done. Oh eating it man! Because Terrence McKenna has a saying: "If you don't feel it, then eat more." So <laughs> I was like, I was at a point where I was just eating them and eating them. I was like, I don't feel it. I don't feel it yet. I don't feel it. I'm gonna keep eating. And I feel I started to feel like, oh, no, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. And then all of a sudden, I felt it. And it was yeah. like I, it started off with a, a intense, um, intense nausea. I'm like, okay, I'm definitely gonna throw up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, here it comes. But so I, I thought I was gonna, but then I just laid down in my bed, and just all of a sudden, it just came over me. Just I know this is gonna sound crazy, but I just saw eyes everywhere. It's like everybody, you see the like eyes. Everyone was watching me. I see the eyes too. And, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? I've never like saw anything like that. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it just hit me, like, a bunch of emotions. I just started thinking about love and what love really meant. Yes. And uh, all the people in my life that I loved. And uh, mm-hmm. I texted all my friends, told them how much I loved them oh. at that point. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that that was powerful. And, um, yeah, it showed what music was uh, differently to me as well. Yeah. Like, it showed me, uh, I don't know, like, I listened to some songs. I forget which ones, but I felt like they were talking to me. Yeah. And I listened to that. And I was like, wow, I'm really in touch with this, the vibrations of mm-hmm. the music that this artist was putting out. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. There's honestly all there are a lot of other things that I probably couldn't even describe to you, but <laughs> it was just some kind of opening up. Like it was just, I had some kind of mental barrier mm-hmm. that I couldn't get through. Like it was like I had the door closed. And like I said, mushrooms for me were the key that opened the door yeah. that I'll never be able to close or maybe mm-hmm. i'll always know what's on the other side i can always close it but i'll always know right that that experience is there and that experience is um salvation man like i re i reached a point where i was just like i felt like i died and mm-hmm. i i realized that we are all just one organism we're all going through and because we're all one we're all going through the same experience and we're all going through I'm going through suffering, so that means you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that means because of that, and we're all one, and you're going through shit, I'm going to love you mm-hmm. because you're me. And I hope you do the same as well. And then I realized that's what, you know, that's when I started thinking about what love is. And lo- love is the truth. That's why we're here. We're, we're here to realize yes. what that means. True love. Um, Pure love. Yeah, re- exactly. Yeah, selflessness. It's and That's why we're here. We're here to figure out in our all in our own way uh it's different for everybody mm-hmm. how to love it's it's different for everybody though and it's infinite too so like it's love is an ever-evolving centrifugal force that runs through this universe mm-hmm. that some may say is god that um is continually evolving through us yes. and the more we express it the more we express the truth that's kind of like you know people may say that's the hippie answer but it's this it's truth, the fucking man, you truth can't go around <laughs> it's the hardcore really truth. Oh, I heard Ram yeah. Dass say the most beautiful thing the other day. And he was like, it's just all about keeping your heart open. Like, it's easy to keep your heart open, you know, in the psychedelic moments we experience. And, and when, like, everything's all, like, fine and dandy and 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 we're happy. But, but it's about keeping your heart open in those fucking – in when you're in the fucking trenches, too and and about keeping your heart open when you're fucking 
talking to somebody who's like who's just not not either not in the same vibration not on the same i don't want to say on the same level but you could be talking to somebody who is making you like shutting you out shutting you down and keeping your heart open and ram das said the most beautiful thing he's like what are they gonna do catch you with your love hanging out (laughs) (laughs) that's funny i never heard that so good i was like man (laughs) he's good because that's the great thing about ram das is he was also funny that's like his great a great uh part of his personality is just his charisma like he just knew how to get these very profound things in your head and make them make sense to you and he used humor through that Mm -hmm. which is great fucking love ram Yeah, that's good that's true yeah i mean when you i mean you know some may say they're bots some may say they're the unwoke but not everybody is on that wavelength and that's okay and i think maybe not everybody is meant to come on that wavelength maybe just maybe not in this lifetime maybe in the future but yeah it's levels to this yeah there's this it, yeah, there's levels in, in, in order to ascend the levels. It takes time and yeah. it takes discipline. Mm-hmm. When most people are just trying to put food on the table and, you know, just trying to feed their kids yeah. and just go to work and just survive, mm-hmm. you know, it's tough to be able to like have these practices and have discipline with your practices in order to explore your being. Like I totally understand. Mm-hmm. So I don't ever look down upon people for uh quote unquote not being conscious. Right. Because we're all just trying to survive, man. We're all just going through the struggle. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, that doesn't mean you can't love them. Exactly. <laughs> if anything, that gives you more. Like, I almost feel worse for those people. Like, it gives me more incentive to, like, love a person that has no clue that they are infinite consciousness. Exactly. And that they are just the struggling body. Like, I know that no matter what I go through in life, which is going to probably be some horrible stuff, I already know, no matter what, I can handle it. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm infinite consciousness, baby. You can't hurt this. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Water can't, you are the thing that water can't wet, fire can't burn. Fuck, I wish I could Mm. remember the rest of the quote, but you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) What is that from? Uh, I think it's from the Bhagavad Gita. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's when Krishna's talking about um, what he is universal that's awesome everything yeah we are the process once you realize that and then nothing i mean yeah i'm gonna get hurt i'm gonna get old i'm gonna die Mm -hmm. but like my true essence isn't exactly i know behind the scenes if you rest as the awareness and the witness Mm -hmm. and you know it's there that like that peace and that stillness is always there no matter what yeah no no matter how crazy and hairy life gets Mm -hmm. it's always there man and that's salvation, man. That's like, I, you is. can't go back after that. You really like, can't. No matter what. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's amazing. And I do wish everyone else was on that wavelength, but I understand why uh, not everybody is. So yeah. it, like I said, that gives me more incentive to love them mm-hmm. and show them more selflessness because it's like, man, you you got no clue, bro. Like, I, I really wish you had some clue. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's such it's a high frequency to hold. Um and that's where the love comes in, just keeping your heart fucking open, wide open like yeah. the lotus. And and that's when when you're talking to that person, you can feel that their heart is closed and you can feel that they're still buying into the illusion, just keeping your heart oh, so yeah. open that even if that person doesn't voice it, even if they don't, they're not conscious of it, some aspect of them is going to be like, man, what the fuck is up with this? How... What, what is, <laughs> right. What's what's in their cup? I want what they're having. The yes. Exactly. All the seeds, beautiful seeds, propagating <laughs> them everywhere. That's what it's all about. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Love that. Damn, I was going to say something, but I totally forgot. I'm sure it'll come oh, back to you. Yeah, it'll come back. <laughs> Do you ever think about how, like, how all of these things changed your trajectory? Like, do you ever think about where you would be if, if like, like, you know how there's all these different dimensions and in the dimension where you're like, where instead of being like, oh, look into meditating, if instead you were like, I'm just going to fucking keep slinging back these beers and maybe see what's up yeah. with these pills. And I thought about that. Yeah, definitely. I thought about sometimes where like if I stayed with this girl, like maybe she wouldn't have allowed me. If she didn't break my heart, then I wouldn't have like been depressed and then I wouldn't have <laughs> pursued my own being. So I'm like, oh shit, I'm actually glad that stuff so happened. And that's when you come grateful. to realize. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. When you when you come to the realization, you're grateful for even like the you know the 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 pain and the worst moments in your life. And, and I realize now that like literally right now that these things are all were for me mm-hmm. to come into this position because even though I might have wanted my life to go a certain way in the past, mm-hmm. it didn't, and it didn't for a reason. Yeah. And uh, yeah, why it happened that way? If there are multiple timelines, I guess then yeah, in those other timelines, I'm. Um, I don't know. I'm some carpenter and I'm, I'm married with three kids or something. But in this one, I'm not. Just, I am just in looking doing out the this. window wondering if there's something more to life. <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be another way. Uh, As my kids are crying. And <laughs> These fucking kids. My wife's divorcing me. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so beautiful how you said that, though, because literally, same shit for me. If I hadn't been crying my eyes out, like I need some fucking something, then I wouldn't have had the mm-hmm. idea to drive to the library and go in the fucking self help section. Um, Is that how it happened? Yep, that's exactly how it happened. I was wow. fucking in this fight with my ex boyfriend, just fucking listening to Juice World, crying, <laughs> pissed off, <laughs> need somewhere to go. So I was like, I'm going to go to the library and saw this Deepak Chopra book that just fucking blasted my third eye open it's like whoa i cannot believe that there's this whole other perspective readily available for me to view the fucking Mm. world through that's crazy you know and i just you know what's crazy if it didn't if you read that book probably will say while you were happy and in love with your boyfriend you probably wouldn't hit you the same yeah but since you went there and found that book at that specific time where you seem to be down and out it allowed you to open up and see life in a different light. And that's why we're getting back to how we started this. You have to be aware. Yes. And if you weren't aware, because you might not have been aware, like you might've seen that book before actually, mm-hmm. and you probably didn't even spark your interest. Yeah. But like, since you were aware in that moment, it allowed you to pursue the journey that you're on currently. Mm. It's so beautiful. And that's like why it's another huge thing to be grateful for the shit that you can't understand why you would want to be grateful for it. Wait, what? Say that again. <laughs> it's like it's like why you should be grateful for all the things that that you don't that they don't seem like you should be grateful for them. Oh yes, the struggles exactly. and the the hard the hardships and all of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just be grateful to be alive. The ups and the downs. Life is a ride. That's how I like to look at it. It is. And it's all happening. Here comes another cliche. It's all happening for a reason. <laughs> it is, man. And you only realize that until. Like and you don't realize that until like the you know the years go by and Looking the time back. goes by, and I'm only 27, yeah. So I'm gonna really figure out the reason for things when I'm like say 45 or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't even imagine 
seeing because I see my life in I guess uh, a sequence of events that have led up to certain points and certain actions for certain you know just like it was it all happened that's another thing I realized on mushrooms I was like I realized that it all my entire life was culminating up to this moment yes. like everything happened and put itself in a certain way so I can make certain decisions so that I could feel what I'm feeling right now and then but that doesn't that's not just like on mushrooms that's for like in my entire life I guess yeah you know, if you're really paying attention but then that leads me to think like all right then do we have free will Ooh, if that's true that shit always fucking gets right? me and I'm like we do I think according to the law yeah, of one think, at least yeah, I think we do. It's like a combination between like we have free will, but we're also on a timeline. But it's like we can choose um, the infinite amount of timelines that we want to. Yeah. But it's, it depends on your perspective, because if you look at it like the way that I just described, then it's like, well, if it all happened for a reason, then no, we don't have free will. It's just your perception of free will. You just think you have free will because it's in <laughs> it's in your predetermination to think in this moment that you have free will. That's a fucking, that's, that's the one that always throws me for a loop. And it's like, yeah, it's like, um, I always think about how, uh, they say that like our soul knew everything that it was going to like, our soul was like, Hmm, it's getting kind of fucking boring up here. Want to do earth. All right, let's do earth. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, so, all right, this person, I will like, go on for X amount of years living here. And then uh, let's see what else is going to happen. Okay. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe they get into this relationship and, or I get into this relationship and that'll teach me a couple of things. And when that, that's going to have to break my heart for me to go here. And then let's see, I'll start my awakening and then have to, mm-hmm. something else is going to have to really shake the ground. What's going to, what am I? All right. Let's, and like, it's just like, whoa thinking about it like that it's almost like like what you said yeah it's like a combination of everything that's going to happen is written is predetermined and maybe our free will comes in um like our free will comes in like the choices that we make to get there yeah that's that's up to us it's like a video game when you can pick like what you say and they have three to four different options of what you could say. <laughs> it's kind of like that. It's like not, you don't, like you can pick, but like it's only a certain amount of options. Like you're still going, following the storyline. There just might be some different lessons you learn or different quests that you, in, in the video game sense that you kind of undertake on the way, mm. you know? That's what it seems like to me. And it makes me wonder like, okay, so if we do have this soul that's in heaven and it's kind of, in this unbodily form why did it decide to incarnate on on earth like what is the purpose for being here in this human vessel if i am everything then what more do i need to be and i think the purpose is to find out what love is yeah that's why we're here we're figuring out as a soul and the only way that we can experience love is in the human form mm-hmm. i don't think i think in the universe um you know if we there are other beings they can't experience love I know that sounds like crazy to say, but I think being a human being mm-hmm. is being love. Mm-hmm. And what more do you want? Like, that's beautiful. Yeah. And then once you, uh, I mean, I'm not going to act like I know, but once we kind of get on that vibration and create that vibration, we're creating a new being and we're evolving mm-hmm. this dimension to another density, essentially. It's like the soul, our souls came here to 
evolve to evolve. That's what it is. Yeah. I think we couldn't evolve without coming here first to learn what love is. And then once we learn how to love, how to be loved, then we, after we die, presumably, we move on to something greater that I could even put into words, something that yeah. is just part of the plan. We just, we metamorphosize and we grow into a greater being Ascension. that we weren't able to be before. Yeah, we ascend into something. Um, but first, for some reason, we had to come here and be human and give back, essentially, to learn what love is. Everything that you're saying uh, is really reminding me of this new thing that I'm just now getting into. Have you heard of uh, Kabbalistic traditions, the Kabbalah? Yeah, a little bit. I haven't really explored it too much, but yeah, definitely. Dip my toes in the Kabbalah. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think you like it a lot. Every It's pretty much in line with everything that you're saying. Um, and, and the Kabbalists believe that there's um, – there's 144,000 different rays of light all originating from source. And Earth oh. here, the the density that we're in, it's the 144,000th ray. It's the densest ray. And oh. it's all about ascending and, and ascending up through all of those rays. And so that's where the evolution comes in. And that's where, like, our souls have to graduate. And so... You know, people who don't wake up in this lifetime, it's fine because we're all going to ascend and we're all driving the same car. We're all driving different cars back to the same place. Some people are going Mm -hmm. fucking 70 miles an hour. Some people are booking it going 100 and whatever miles an hour. And some people are taking their time, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's been really fascinating for me to start learning about. And there's apparently these fucking schools called mystery schools. Like that's a real thing where they study the (laughs) Kabbalah. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Have you watched the episode that I have with uh, Rabbi Zevi Slavin? No, I haven't. I haven't gotten around to it. If you're into the Kabbalah, we go into that pretty deep. Like he is like, this guy is, uh, he's from Israel and he's a rabbi and he's just like, he's young too. He's not like this old rabbi you know what i mean he's like he's in his 20s wow like, i was picturing and like long white beard <laughs> yeah right when you hear rabbi you think like you know the curly cues and like <laughs> you know white beard bound down to the wall yeah. but it's not no he's a cool guy he, like, he's actually a real dude and he knows just like he knows just like so much about the judaistic faith and the kabbalah and you know the torah and everything else wow. so highly recommend that if you're interested in that like it's it's a pretty good one. Oh, definitely check it out yeah hmm. but uh yeah, I don't know. I I like to dip my toes into a lot of different things. Yeah, like, you same. know, I I read I I read pretty much everything that there is. I never really explored Islam too much. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, probably because we're American and we just like have been I don't know, you know, there's something about Islam, right. but like I just, I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just haven't really explored it. Do you read but the I Bible? Think, a little bit. Yeah, I've never read it like front to back, but like there's passages that I've read um and I'm like, oh, that means something. And I'm reading a book right now by Yogananda. It's called The, the Yoga of Jesus. Ooh. And it's pretty much about um, how, you know, Jesus Christ, the actual guy, was a – he was just a yogi. He was a guy that was just uh, essentially on his journey. He was on doing his thing. And he, he went to India. He went to the Middle East and yeah. studied with masters just like people we know, like yeah. Ram Dass. And he came to these conclusions and he went back to Palestine or, you know, Israel, and he taught people that they were this entire thing they were brahman and atman they were the the entire process they are the universe experience in itself just the language that he used yeah weren't 
wasn't exactly the same language as you would use in Sanskrit. Right. He was and, he was <clears throat> fucking woke as fuck. He he knew that everybody else <laughs> wasn't like didn't have that same degree of consciousness, so he had to put it into different words. Yeah, exactly. Like, people couldn't even read back then, so he had to like keep it simple. <laughs> you know, he couldn't like, go too far. So he had to. <clears throat> so p- pretty much over the thousands of years, mm-hmm. his message has been misinterpreted, it saying that been. he is the king, he is the one. Like, nah, man. He was saying that, yeah, he's the one, but you're also, we're all the one. Yeah. I, that's what I believe, at least. Like, he he was just trying to wake everybody up. Mm-hmm. And everybody's saying, like, you know, <clears throat> there's a lot of symbolism in, like, you know, the whole cross and the sacrifice that he, yeah. he gave for himself, like, literally sacrificed himself for his message. Like, there's a lot of symbolism in mm-hmm. that for our own being as well. And I don't think uh, he was any different from anybody else, to be honest with you. I think the second coming of Christ is within all of us. Yeah. And that's what he would want. He would say that to us right now. Mm-hmm. I think the second coming of Christ consciousness of it's not Jesus coming back, you know, he's not coming back and saying what's up everybody. No, it's it's within all of us to to follow in his footsteps. Mm-hmm. Not to follow him as an icon, but to follow in Jesus's what he would do. What would Jesus do? That's a, that's a saying for a reason. Yes. Like literally that's kind of what the vibe <laughs> he was trying to get across he was trying to say like look like you know we all do it in our own way we, you know i'm not saying like you have to be like him and be a carpenter mm-hmm. you have to, we all do it in our own way yeah in our, and that's what's beautiful about it, is we are all coming to this slowly mm-hmm. this this new form of consciousness yes and that's love that's what jesus was preaching it's love man mm. it's all about love thy neighbor you know uh, you know, just be a good person. Like we said, you know, what would Jesus do? Exactly. And that's it. It's that simple. It truly we just... is. And I had the most <laughs> bitter taste in my mouth for so long because, you know, I grew up super Christian and then my mom switched over to Jehovah's Witnesses and I was just like, all oh, this shit is fucking fake. Fucked it. And like, just. Yeah, I mean, well, do they teach you that that is the real lesson no. of Christianity in that? No. They just. No, man. It's yeah, so see, much hypocrisy. Right. So much. And. That's crazy, man. It really is. And it's just, uh, it's so sad, but um, a lot. It kind of like, seems sinister. It's like yeah. they're, they're hiding the real truth Ooh. by like veiling it in this story and getting everybody lost in this cult-like thinking. Right. When really, the, the real church is within. Mm-hmm. It's craziness, man. Oh, man. It truly is. That gets is. me going, you know? <laughs> me too. Because there's billions of people that are on that, and they, they, they're they just lost. They're all like, hooty oh, Jesus is save me. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. They're all hooty tooty, and, and I am on the path of righteousness. And, yeah. and all y'all are going to be condemned unless you live your life. And it's just like, it's just like, well, actually, you guys aren't even loving thy neighbor. You guys aren't mm-hmm. even, you guys aren't even, uh, they're, it's almost as if so many people don't have the awareness, the loving awareness to bring to that, hmm. to that, to the reading the Bible, to any passage that they read to, to take it apart how you just did and and how it was exactly. meant to be taken apart. So they're just reading it word for word, face value. Yeah. There's a saying, they said they, they killed the, uh, the last Christian 2000 years ago. <laughs> Who said people. that? That's so good. I just heard that the know. other day. <laughs> I don't know, but it's true because like, you know, the, being a Christian isn't bowing down to Jesus Christ. Being a Christian is is being, you know, actually acting as a Christian. Yeah. Loving When you love God, that means you're loving other people mm-hmm. and you're loving yourself. It's not 
you're loving this man in the sky that has a beard. And if I don't do the right thing, then he's going to cast me to hell forever. It's like, no, bro, that's not it. Yeah. That's like literally you're in a prison of a thought form from some kind of institution that is trying to control you yeah. through that, through fear. Mm. It's craziness and it's sinister. Mm-hmm. It sucks. <laughs> truly does. It's just like, just like um, this thing that Ramda said. And he's like, the the real work, the truest work that you do, purest work, uh, nobody nobody's ever going to see. <laughs> nobody's ever mm. going to know about. Because mm-hmm. it's all deep 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 within you and and that's not to say like of course it's it's gonna show like for instance um with you it's obvious that you've done good work you're doing great work you get it um and and you're very soulful deep person you know it's that's obvious but like the the like height of the purest realizations that you have and and who you truly are like nobody's gonna see that and you're not trying to parade it around either it's just it just becomes it's apparent from who you are yeah Mm. okay but it's apparent from the way that i carry myself is what you're saying yeah the the way that you speak what you're doing your podcast um Mm. and and the ideas that you're able to articulate yeah that's true. I never really thought about it that way. Mm, I don't either. I don't know. I'm just doing oh, me. <laughs> I mean, that's that's how it is for everybody. Like we we the way we act is just an outward reflection of how we feel inside. Ooh. You know. Yeah. That's so true. As above, so below. Mm. To, and from the microcosm to the macrocosm, it's why the world's going to shit right now. Not to be too sinister, <laughs> but it's crazy. I did this podcast um, with the shaman. And I wasn't expecting it at all to go the way that it did, but I had so many realizations because um, it it was really all about that as above, so below, and how everything manifests on a larger scale because we're all just fractals. Everything is a yeah. fractal. And so all the pain and suffering and undealt with trauma that is is nesting within so many of us, um, it's it's being magnified by by this virus by our environment um that that people aren't like don't seem to care about is fucking being destroyed and and all these Mm. things and it's like until we go within and face that trauma and deal with it which is so tricky because you know i didn't even i did not understand the depth and the like necessity of healing trauma up until very recently. And that goes into everything. Like I was, I was like, you know, doing heart centered meditations and really getting deep into love and loving myself and loving my neighbors and all this, blah, blah, blah. But like, whenever I'm looking up guided meditations, I'm not, I wasn't trying to do the, the healing meditations. And I didn't understand until I started seeing all this shit about, yeah, that thing that triggers you, that's your medicine. I'm like, the fuck? What? Mm. Nah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like then understanding and and actually bringing awareness to it's all circling. Full circle bringing awareness to, oh, that's triggering me. Why the fuck is that triggering? Yeah. Me? Oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's because of this shit that happened when I was 7 that I never think about. 
and yeah, exactly and that's so tricky and dangerous because those things that remain in the dark they keep they they come out <clears throat> excuse me they come out in the they reveal themselves in the trickiest ways they reveal themselves by the way that you respond to all these different situations and the way that you respond to people and that's why mm. healing trauma is so important it's fucking crazy yeah it's tough that, 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 that's how we grow though mm-hmm. there's no other way mm. you have to because either way like whether you're triggered by it or not it's still there like just yeah. triggering is allowing you to see that it's there but it's always in your unconscious mind whatever your triggering is that gets you flustered it's always in your mind because it's triggering you for a reason there's something that's bringing it about for a reason if it wasn't in your mind or wasn't wasn't relevant then you wouldn't be triggered mm. you know by whatever that trauma is so that triggering is actually yes it's for you you have to that's that's something your your unconscious mind saying like yo this is bothering you do something about it yeah you know this is a problem do something about this and it's not easy because we as humans we seem to want to not go toward that we're like oh i don't want to be triggered it doesn't feel good i don't know it's just let me go on my phone let me go on youtube <laughs> yeah. let me watch some cat videos or something right like, like really it, that's not what life's about life is about going into yes. that you know that shit and then figuring out <clears throat> what's what's causing me this comfort so we can ultimately be happier that's really what it's about yeah because if you're not it's it's going to constantly be a hamster wheel of that triggering like if you don't confront that sometime in your life you're going to live with whatever is bothering you for the rest of your life mm. so you either do it now or your whole life you're going to be on the hamster wheel it's really that simple truly and that's where like uh, the term spiritual warrior really comes in because it's easy to look away and turn the blind cheek and like all that shit it's easy to act like it doesn't exist and just keep on living as if you know whatever everything's all fine and dandy and not going into it it takes courage and it takes awareness and um it it takes strength to to go into that pain with your heart open trogan trumper trogan trumper rinpoche which by the way (laughs) i kept like hearing about him a very like heard about him so many times before i was like let me look up this fucking person and i could not find him because i was like typing in like (laughs) t-r-o That's funny. <laughs> that's funny because that happened to me too. That's, that's actually really funny. I was like, like guy's name? yeah, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? I couldn't find him. And then finally I did. That's why I'm always going to be Gary Haskins. It's easy to spell. <laughs> if anyone wants to search me. <laughs> so, so you're not going to change your name to like. <laughs> no, not Gary Ramdas Haskins anytime soon. Just, just Gary Haskins. Nice and easy. <laughs> and so like he has this quote and it's about like, he's like, it's all about. Um, and this is, uh, what is it? What is it? This is not word for word because I can't remember it exactly. But mm-hmm. um, the essence of it is it's all mm-hmm. about standing in the fucking fire, in the trenches, wherever you are, uh, with your heart wide open. And it's like a balance. It's like a balance of being in. Um, mm. It's like a balance of being in fucking hell and being in enlightenment and standing there yeah yeah that's what it's all about it's the balance Mm. it's it's intense it's fucking real out here it's real (laughs) it's definitely real it truly is um so i just have two more things that i'd like to get into um okay and i'm wondering what's 
what's lighting your fire right now? What's is there anything like that you're super passionate about right now or that's just like you're jumping into the rabbit hole with it or mm, I'm making music. Really? Yeah. What? So Oh my yeah, god. So I make Yeah, I self-produce and uh do the uh, vocals as well. So What? Yeah. I'm creating my own kind of thing. That is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's dropping first song on 420. <gasps> oh my so hearing God. it first here on the Wolf Portal podcast. <laughs> Yo! It's different. I'm just messing around. Like, I'm just having some fun with producing because, like, I always like music. So, like, I know I'm not, like, going to say, like, I'm, you know, anything crazy. But, you know, just having some fun. That's, just kind of just doing my thing. That's fucking amazing. I've always said – all right, well, I have said it, like, twice. But I've said that, like, one of the most magical things about – getting to be a human is fucking music like that's fucking magic oh yeah it's magic it literally is magic truly um and how beautiful that you're creating that that's like that's like something that i think that's like one of the fucking highest things one of the highest things that somebody can do it's just amazing i like had this it was this realization too on shrooms i was at um these springs jenny springs um on shrooms with friends and excuse me and we like stump it was so funny because like this was like in the middle of covid and like i had just gone to okeechobee with my best friend and we like couldn't shut the fuck up about it we were like oh my god it's just so amazing i need to go to another okeechobee where is okeechobee um it's in lake okeechobee in florida i i don't think i've ever heard of that place um yeah, it's like it's such a beautiful festival because it's like it's like the womp womp shit and it's like also like Gunna was there and like Travis Scott, not this year, but Travis Scott was there like last year with Snoop Dogg and like and it's mm-hmm. also like Mumford and Sons and it's also like arts and it's like super spiritual. It's beautiful, beautiful oh. festival. Um and that was actually the last festival of twenty twenty. I was felt super blessed to go. Um but I we were just like couldn't stop talking about it and um we went for her birthday and like a small group of us and we all did shrooms and like we were like just exploring and there's all these tapestries up and like these fucking like lasers and like fucking these color changing infrared lights and we're like let's see what's going on here and so we like asked if we could come in they're like yeah and it was literally like a little music festival in there and they had like the whole little dj set up and this guy was fucking on the turntables making the music and like i i couldn't actually see but there was this felt sense of like this guy's music like protruding out and going like into everybody's org fields mm-hmm. and into and i was wow. yeah i had this like that was that was when it hit me i was like this is fucking amazing so kudos to you that is incredible i can't wait to hear it I'm just having some fun I don't know. It's different, you know, but it's cool because it's like my own creation. I'm not on anybody else's beat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't have any. It's just like I'm just making what I was feeling. Like I'm just kind of having some fun, like I said. That but is I so really enjoy it. Dope. Oh, how lucky are we to be able to fucking create? Like we have the ability yeah. to literally fucking create. You can do whatever you want, man. Yeah. I'm I'm living, you know, I'm living my life to the best of my ability. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we have so much opportunity 
at our disposal. Mm-hmm. And if you really want to make a song, you can make a song. If you want to make a podcast, you can do that. Yeah. You can do whatever you want in this life, bro. Like nobody's stopping. You can learn whatever you want. I learned how to make music from YouTube, from other people. <laughs> you can learn other, you can learn cooking. You can learn how to paint. You can learn just about anything on the internet. Yeah. And, and like, you're doing yourself a disservice if you're just like watching cat videos. Right. And, just, and TikTok. You know, yeah, like that's not that's not the way. Yeah. I mean, that's cool to do sometimes. Like mm-hmm. honestly, I, I do that. That's okay. Yeah. But I mean, you can also. Um, it, it, I think it's a balance between creation and consuming. Mm. You know. Yeah. At least for me, like if you're just too much of a consumer, you're just going to become brain dead. Yeah. If you're just too much of a creator, then you're not going to have any inspiration. There mm-hmm. has to be some kind of like middle ground, yeah. some kind of balance. Getting back to the balance mm-hmm. on how we use this thing that we call the internet and technology. Exactly. And then uh, from there, yeah, you can create your own life and create your own, uh, cast your energy into the world. That's kind of like how I see it. Yeah. Like I'm casting out my energy as this in this bodily vessel as Gary Haskins into the world through my through my ramblings online and through <laughs> my music that I'm going to decide to put out and Anything else that I decide to do in the future, like it's just, uh, it's an amazing experience, you know. Like to, when you, when you know how much opportunity that you have in your disposal at our all of our disposals, like it's like it's dumbfounding. It really is to know that, like, I, I, you, the listener, mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want, bro. Literally, anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. Like no one's stopping you. The only person that's stopping you is who? Yourself. Oh, that's it. Tea yeah. spilled. You don't want to hear it. You probably didn't want to hear that, but it's true. It's nobody else is stopping you. Oh, and it's it truly is, and it's like literally, uh, there's there's trails of your vibration that stem out from everything you do to to the conversation that you have with the cashier at the store to the conversation you have with your mom to podcasts that we put out they they carry this energetic signature that they carry this vibration and so like the same is true it's it's true about everything so that's the beautiful thing about how we have the ability to create because it's like that energetic um that energetic vibration that that signature i was gonna say it's like frozen in in a sense because i was thinking about like i just started getting into painting which has been really fucking cool i'm like pretty in a psychedelic art thank you but but it's not frozen even that like that doesn't even apply um especially because your music like creating music that energy that energetic vibration is going to continue to make ripples throughout the field which is just the most beautiful thing like yeah like i like that the field yes (laughs) the the ether yes yeah that's what's crazy about music is it's forever it's like a vibrational it's like a certain frequency quite literally it's frequency that is locked in forever like you have it it's like a certain emotion that you it's a certain frequency Mm -hmm. that you transmit Mm -hmm. into the form of music that is locked in it's like a picture yeah it's like a video for your emotional state Mm. you know it's like a way to because video is a way to capture vibration. It's a it's light. Yeah. It's a light vibration, visual. Audio is the same thing. It's through sound. But when you combine it with like music in a rhythmic pattern, somehow when you combine audio waves in a rhythmic pattern, it enables us to capture emotion, which you can't do with a camera. Yeah. You can't really do that with just simple audio. Like if I say, I'm feeling sad right now, you don't feel how I'm feeling. But if I were to put my emotion of sadness 
in a song, yeah. you could feel how I'm feeling. And you're always going to feel mm-hmm. that no matter what happens when I put out that song. So yes, m- music is a way for us to capture forever the emotional state that we were in when we made it. Yeah. It's magic. Like we said, it's magic. Yes, it truly <laughs> is. Oh, I love that. I can't wait to listen. Yeah, and you spread it out to the ether. I like you said that. Like you spread it out to... Yes. And that's how I see my goal. It's like, or everybody's goal at least, is, is that, you know, you... You reach the you first. You come to the awareness. You reach your the awareness of of love. Mm-hmm. You know the, the real, the truth. Yeah. And then that's that's just the first step. The second step yeah. is then, like you said, putting it out. Yeah. Putting it out to the yeah. Youth. What are you gonna Plant do with seed. it? What are you gonna do with all this yeah. all this shit that you learn and all these realizations that you had and this vibration that you that's in that's in you now that you are now? What are you gonna do with it? Exactly. Exactly. Spread it to everybody else. Exactly. That's kind of my goal. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's, that's everybody's good. goal actually that's not just mine it's that's everybody is a human being we're all here to do that we're all here to create a better version of the world that we mm-hmm. currently live in but first it starts on the inside yeah. and finding it on the inside kingdom of heaven is within and then we create the kingdom yes. of heaven without exactly Woo, beautifully said <laughs> <laughs> damn are you rapid because you're you're out here that was that was spitting that was a perfect for, thing for real man you gotta remix that <laughs> oh my oh, gosh man. so fucking good um damn i i just had a thought and i lost it it's gone into the ether. you said you had one more thing right that you wanted to ask yeah um or get into and that is what do you believe are some of the most important things that we as humans can incorporate into our lives, you know, um, for a more meaningful existence or, or just to live better? Hmm. Meaningful. So how would you describe meaningful? <sighs> hmm. You know, what is meaning? That's the first thing I think we have to think about is like, what is meaning? Yeah. Um, meaning to me mm-hmm. is living with a sense of purpose. Like I'm doing this. So I can not get money, so I can not get a nice car. I'm doing this so I can I can give back, essentially. It's beautiful so, that you just said that, too, because for a very, very, very long time, I was fucking adrift with no sense of purpose. And that is just a fucking heavy-ass feeling to carry. And, and a lot of people are, and most people either don't realize it or will never admit to it. Like my, my meaning is to be a lawyer and my meaning is to be a doctor. <laughs> but like a lot of people don't know, don't have why. And this like, this mm. is one of the first times in my life that I do have that sense of purpose um, and dharma, if you will. And mm. it's, it's just so important to have that, but um, continue. Um, yeah, it's called your Shri Dharma, if I think, if I'm correct. It's like your own. We all have the Dharma, mm-hmm. which is the ultimate, and then everyone has their own, Ooh. their own personal Dharma. I'm pretty sure, I might have messed it up, but I'm pretty sure that's the term. But, uh, yeah, we all have to, f- I mean, that's what we're all here for, yeah. is to find that meaning. What gives me that? I don't know, just creating. Like, I, I realize what it means to be a human being is mm-hmm. to be a creative vessel of the of the, the greater consciousness of the divine. Yes. So if I'm just here, just earning a paycheck uh, and coming home and, and watching Netflix on the weekends and just going through the hamster wheel of life, there's no meaning there. Yeah. So meaning for me is is being here 
and leaving something here for people even when I'm gone. Mm. Even when I'm not in this vessel, there's still going to be a resonance of the energy that I cultivated for myself here that helps others. Not that's not just me just bragging about, you know, cars and and money yeah. and, and just like kind of like making jokes on a podcast. Like no meaning for me is is giving back to the the whole of humanity. Yes. And yeah, I do that through um yeah, like I said, it's like I guess my current creative pursuits, but like for everybody else, um, I guess the first step would be also you, we can we're all capable of being creative in our own way. Mm-hmm. But first, you got to explore yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out who you truly are because you can create. We all can create, but sometimes you create stuff that isn't aligned, yeah. like something that's just whack. <laughs> so you have to re- understand what it really means to follow your Shri Dharma, yes. like what it means to actually be aligned with, you know, your your purpose mm-hmm. you like what what you're here for because we're all here for something because the world we grow up in doesn't teach us that we have a purpose or that we're here for anything we're not well, i mean they, it does but it's not the real purpose like you know it might tell you to be like you said like a lawyer or a doctor or yeah. something which might be a purpose who knows but most likely i know when i was 16 i went into the the guidance counselor's office and like all right what do you want to do with your life and i'm like what I'm, <laughs> I'm 16 years old i just went through puberty like how am i supposed to decide <laughs> literally and i had no clue they don't give you the tools to really find out what your purpose yeah. is. It's not you're not gonna learn that in school mm-hmm. or a book. You're gonna like if if someone were to like rightfully ask me that at sixteen, I would have went through rigorous meditation exercises, yeah. um, yoga. I don't know. I'm gonna say psychedelics because I was pretty young, but like maybe um, maybe some kind of initiation yeah. into like what it means to be a, like a true being. I don't know. Like just um, what I'm trying to say is it's finding out meaning in your life is it takes time mm-hmm. it takes effort you can't google it but you can't, yeah, you can't google it exactly <laughs> you know there's no wikipedia article for meaning or purpose <laughs> alexa purpose. what the fuck am i doing here <laughs> yeah exactly so again whatever your practice is you have to find that and yeah. it starts with meditation i would say just start take time to disconnect mm-hmm. maybe go outside for a walk yeah Put your phone down. Um, stop listening to this podcast. Don't you don't need to listen to this. Yeah, you've shut heard it enough. Off. You've heard enough. You've heard enough. It's an, we're an hour in. Just shut it <laughs> off. Go for a walk, and close your eyes maybe, and just breathe, and just feel what it feels like to just be, to just simply exist. Yeah, it's the simplest, hardest thing to do. How does that feel to just simply exist? Because we don't our minds. Our rational minds don't really know what that means. We're always trying to latch on to this and that and the next news article and the next YouTube video and the next suggestion. And the list goes on. It can just keep going. Like that's the thing about the internet now is you can just keep going and going and going. It doesn't stop. Yeah. But in order to figure out what you are, you have to stop Mm -hmm. because all that stuff coming in, that's not you. Yeah. That's somebody else. That's somebody else putting something in your head. And if you don't recognize that, um, you're just going to get lost in the sauce. Mm -hmm. So you have to, like I said, just disconnect for a second it all takes is like five ten minutes a day maybe at, at the start of it yeah you know start off slow and just find that peace and stillness that is within all of us mm-hmm. it's there yeah. you just have to find it first that's what i would say wow i could cry that was so good <laughs> gary you are the shit i mean that so are you you're fucking dope as fuck 
podcast is amazing. <laughs> Everybody go check out after you did after you did those things, after you've taken a little bit of time to of to find a little bit of stillness. Go check out the Conscious Perspective podcast and um could you tell could you tell everybody else where to find you if they so please? Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't really have a lot of social media right now. Probably will in the future. Uh just search Gary Haskins. I'm always going to go by Gary Haskins. And the reason I'm going by Gary Haskins is because it's my father's name. So I'm in, and I'm a junior. So I'm always going to honor him mm. as Gary Haskins. Love that. Uh, so yeah, my like whether somebody's listening to this in the future, you can always just reach out to me through that name. And uh, yeah, GaryHaskins.com or just search that name on YouTube and you'll be able to find me. And uh, yeah, stay tuned. Big things. Big things are going to be happening. <laughs> I cannot fucking wait to uh, to just stay in touch with you throughout your journey and um, definitely just see all the beautiful things that you do. I'm excited to hear your music. Yeah, same to you as well. I want to see your paintings. I'll, uh, as soon as I finish one of them. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. This was an amazing conversation. It truly was. Epic. Hey, you're a cool person. I like talking to you. Mm. Likewise. Till next time. <laughs>